This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, July 21st. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Delta drought order extended. Bird flu enters California. Orchard recycling boosted. And margin insurance gets attention. Truckers shut down port over AB5. The Port of Oakland closed yesterday after more than 100 truckers protested California's new law on independent contractors. It was the third day the independent operators have protested at the state's ports following demonstrations last week in Southern California. The actions follow a decision by the U.S. Supreme Court not to consider a lawsuit the California Trucking Association brought against the gig worker law. Governor Newsom has also denied requests to delay implementation of AB5. Port of Oakland Executive Director Danny Wan sympathized with the protesters but worried the stoppage would hurt businesses reliant on the ports and make California ports less competitive with other parts of the country. Water Board renews Delta drought order. The state water board yesterday readopted an emergency curtailment regulation for the Delta watershed. Since enacting the regulation a year ago, board staff have worked extensively with stakeholders to refine the subsequent curtailment orders and better assessment the complex water system, making up for a lot of blackened work that has not been done for decades, according to the board chair. Yet several local water agencies in and around the Delta challenge the board's modeling and calculations that underpin the regulation's methodology. One attorney argued the Delta gets plenty of water, but the question of how much of it really needs to be exported to maintain human health and safety further down the pipe. Bird flu comes to California. State wildlife specialists last week made the first detections of the highly pathogenic H5N1 strain of avian influenza in California in three wild birds in Glen and Calusa counties. The virus is highly contagious among domestic poultry and has infected nearly 4,000 commercial and backyard flocks in 37 states. Oregon and Nevada have reported cases in backyard poultry over the past week. State veterinarian uh, Nett Jones is advising producers to pay close attention to their biosecurity protocols and report any unusual deaths. Newsom backs carbon benefits of orchard recycling. Governor Newsom has signed a measure that will add whole orchard recycling to a state inventory of carbon sequestration projects. Legislation passed in 2021 established a registry to catalog projects that drive climate action in the natural and working lands sector. The state will use that database to fund projects and track their benefits. An alternative to burning whole orchard recycling chips trees uh, into mulch to reincorporate back in the soil. CDFA has found the practice reduces greenhouse gases and does promote soil health. Margin insurance offers promise, lawmakers told. Key lawmakers continue to look at ways that farm programs could help uh, producers cover the soaring cost of fertilizer and other inputs. Crop insurance industry consultant Alex Offendahl told the House Ag Subcommittee yesterday one possibility is to make margin policies more attractive. 
a margin policy uh, protection policy. It's been available for some crops since 2016, but only about 6,000 are sold annually, largely because of the cost, said Offendahl, who is crop insurance division head for the consulting firm Watson Associates. Because the product is still considered experimental, the margin policy has a lower federal subsidy rate than conventional revenue products. Still, there are tremendous opportunities to expand it nationwide rather than just core Midwestern states and a handful of crops, Offendahl said. The policy is designed to protect farmers against increase in input costs as well as declines in commodity prices and yields. Uh, take note, Offendahl was asked about the product by Pennsylvania Republican Glenn Thompson. He's in line to chair the full House Ag Committee if Republicans win control of the House in November. Thompson regularly raises the idea of offering farmers some kind of margin coverage. Upper Colorado River states offer water plan to reclamation. The four upper Colorado River Basin states have submitted a plan for protecting water in the Colorado River to the Bureau of Reclamation, but missing from it are any specific reductions in water usage. Colorado, New Mexico, Utah, and Wyoming suggest such cuts should come from the lower basin states in Mexico. Our water users already suffer chronic shortages under current conditions, resulting in uncompensated priority administration, which includes cuts to numerous present perfected rights in each of our states, they write. House Democrats advance FY23 spending increases for USDA. Democrats won House passage yesterday of a package of fiscal 23 appropriation bills that includes new funding for conservation, technical assistance, and rural broadband, as well as substantial spending increases for EPA and the Interior Department. The package includes bills to fund the USDA and FDA, as well as EPA, Interior, the Transportation, and the Army Corps of Engineers. Republicans argued that the funding increases were excessive and the spending levels are likely to be cut significantly when negotiations with the Senate occur. Senate Republicans, for example, will insist on more funding for defense than House Democrats will support. The House approved the six FY23 bills on a strict party-line vote, 220 to 207. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Senators warned food crisis could get worse in 2023. The executive director of the World Food Program says the global food crisis stands to get even worse in 23 because of possible reductions in farm production due to shortages of affordable fertilizer. David Beasley, a former South Carolina governor who has the W uh, has led the WFP since 2017, told the Senate Foreign Relations Committee that 50 million people in 45 countries already face famine this year, threatening the stability of those nations. I'm very concerned next year that we may have a food availability problem, and that's going to be a crisis beyond anything we have seen in our lifetime, he said. Beasley cited an estimate by the African Development Bank that there could be a 20% reduction in African food production next year, that due to a shortage of fertilizer. Much of Africa relies on the production of 33 million smallholder farms, he said. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Here's today's She Said It. This is a five-alarm emergency, and I've never seen a food security crisis like this in my career. 
that U.N. Ambassador Linda Thomas-Greenfield in the Senate Foreign Relations Committee hearing on the global food crisis. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, July 21st. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jack Alley.